I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's happening, football fans? Welcome to the Born Offside podcast. We are back. It's Claude's Cat and Olan, and we are signed as well, would you believe it? Uh, I think there's more details coming through for that one, but obviously the podcast has been doing pretty well. You guys seem to love it, and before we do continue with it, I want you guys to please jump on our socials, subscribe, rate us if you haven't already, unless you're not giving us a five-star, then then don't rate don't us, rate don't us. do that. Yeah. How, how much <laughs> mil you reckon we signed for? Hey? Like if, we were, if we were a player, how long? How much are we going for? If we were a player, <laughs> what are you we'll saying? Be, we'd be talking. We'd be talking Premier League standard here. We'd be really? talking Absolutely. Grealish contracts here. Right? Grealish, hey, you're going eighty mil. Oh, I don't think so. I don't know what you got. <laughs> I didn't get that. I don't know I'll what you got. A, I'm, nah. say, I'm saying we're, we're worth at least twenty mil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think so. You look at like you know Neymar. I think went for about two hundred and twenty mil mm. to PSG. Mm. Is he ten times better than our podcast? No. I don't think so. No, 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 no. His Netflix doco definitely wasn't. Definitely wasn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, nonetheless, guys, we appreciate the support immensely. And uh, and yeah, while we're grinding, we are actually, we've been we've been classified the, the best football podcast, the best Australian football podcast. Number one. There you go. Number one. Are we shocked? Huge. I don't think anyone listening is shocked. No. They know that. Oh, look, you know what? Yeah. You know they what? They know. I also want to thank everyone that's seen me out and said... The podcast is wicked. Like yeah. I've had yeah. so many people come up to me, yeah. whatever I'm doing, I could be even in Melbourne. I had someone in Melbourne actually say, you guys podcast is the most underrated podcast. Like yeah, he thinks that. it should be bigger. So that's awesome. We've that's had so awesome. many people come up and say, we love it, you know? So obviously. Well, it's, it's yeah. still early days as well. We've got so many plans as well. So we can't wait to share it with you guys because we really want to take this to the next level. So thank you so much for the support. We went out, had a couple of drinks on the weekend to celebrate. I bumped into you guys. Cat probably doesn't remember much about the night. Cat <laughs> eh? was on another level at that point. But, uh, but <laughs> I really was. hoped it wouldn't we go can there. Blame but the, we'll blame Danny. Yeah, <laughs> but it was great. It was a great it was night, a fun out. night. Good to celebrate. We got a fair few people there as well, telling us uh, that they rate the yeah. pod. But let's get in. I it. had the uh, Joel Matip fan page. Really? Australia based. Yeah. Wow, reply wow. to me when yeah. I posted a photo of the three of us. Okay. And said, I love the podcast. Oh, brilliant. You want to oh. shout out any time, let me know. How many followers have yeah. they got? He's got more than me. He's got like 5K. <laughs> oh, decent. Yeah. Joel Mat- there are 5,000 Joel Matip fans decent. in Australia. Huh? That's, a, that's a weird one. But yeah, we like it. Well, we're going to get to Joel Matip and we're going to get to Liverpool and Chelsea, a very touchy subject, very soon on the podcast. Before that, let's have a look at the week that has been. Last week on the podcast, we brought up about the A Leagues mm. and about Channel 10 and about all these ad breaks. And it was looking like, I was watching the Super Bowl <laughs> to minus all the money and all the hype and all everything. I was watching the A-League and there were ads every five, ten minutes. Yeah. Well, actually, between our two podcasts, Channel 10 and A-Leagues have hit a deal now, so they can no longer do that. Good. I don't know if they listen wait, to the podcast. Wait, 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 wait. Did we impact that? I like to think we impacted. I'd say that we did. We've got, we've we got made ears a real listening, move. you know what I'm saying? We've got ears listening. They're, you know the ones that the silent followers? Yeah. They I follow. like to tell you that they're yeah, listening. They're yeah, they're listening. They're like, oh, they no, we'll yeah. we just tweak that a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome, A-League fans. Uh, <laughs> but huge. That is good for the game. So the, the game can only be stopped for a commercial if there is a significant long break for an injury or something like that. No more random drink breaks when it's like 23 right. degrees. And that's just how it should be yeah. as well. Yeah. I can't believe that's revolutionary. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I know. Um, and we did speak about obviously we love the A-League we love the MPL underneath it and the MPL's kicking off around the country New South Wales still got to go Victoria's already kicked off and last week on the show we had a, a bit of a comment from Thomas James right oh, MPL shit. player yeah, Olan <laughs> ripped into him on the show said that you put him in your back pocket when you played against what him he's hit back he's hit back yeah Tommy James TJ's written back to the show he said can confirm Wollongong Wolves did actually lose that game in a last minute counter attack however Big Verge did not lock me up he came on to sit at the back and pump balls into the stand like prime <laughs> Titus Bramble <laughs> I'll give him that one. The job still got done, <laughs> that's regardless. It. That's all that matters. Head it and kick it. That's what they used to tell me, you know. Hey, Big Titus had a decent career. I made a, yeah. I made a few mil from that, so we move. You know. I just Thomas. love that he, you've been called out for these. Yeah. Hey, I've never said, you know, oh, I have. No, you're a pretty yeah. I'm I'm pretty pretty sure I've never said that. Self-proclaimed big verge. <laughs> True <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Hey, we will get the job done. That's it. That's it. Hey, you yeah. still, you still got the win. You still exactly. got three points. Said, Can you do a job? I did a job. We love that, and we want more NPL footballers right now because we do love the NPL. We've, we've played in it. We absolutely love it. Um, 
Got the next question coming in. This is going to lead me into the Carabao Cup final mm. because this was a. We were looking forward to this one. Myself and Olan, of course, we're Chelsea fans. Yeah. Kat, big Liverpool fan. And yes. She's rocking the jumper today, rubbing it in. And Liverpool did beat Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final. It was a, a weird penalty shootout. Finished yeah, 11 so 10. The questions come in. Nelson, the G Man, says, How do Claude's and Olan feel about the Kepa penalty? Should he have been brought on? Was that a mistake? Uh, I saw some clips about it already. And. Statistically speaking, yes, he should have been brought on. Okay. Because every single time previously, any Chelsea fans will know, he is very good at penalties. Yes. But having said that, Mendy was having an extraordinary game. Yeah. So it's like, did you, like, do you take off Mendy there because and rely on Kepa being good at penalties? Even yeah. though he was like on that, he was on form. He was in the he was in the groove. Yeah, I felt like Mendy probably would have saved the. You think so, right? Yeah. yeah. He was in the groove, so it was, it was a tricky one. But I understand the thought process behind it because if you've got statistics, he's actually pretty good for so us. So you're not going to sit here and blame Tom Tuchel for No, no, nah, I'm, okay. I'm not. Well, had it gone well, everyone would have said Tuchel was a he's genius. A genius. Uh, master stroke, it's just the yeah. way that it goes. We remember Netherlands did it, right? In the World Cup when they brought on Tim Crew in the last couple of minutes of, of extra time and it worked for him. So yeah, you do look like a genius yeah. if it pays off, but you know, you, you probably don't think that your goalkeeper is going to have to go on and take a penalty. No. In which case, Mendy's mm. far better with his feet. So mm. I it's dare say he would have slaughtered after the season that Mendy's had. Yeah. Let him have the Cowbell Cup as well. Strange, right? Strange. Yeah. But look, anyway, it was uh, y- your boys did win it. It's the yeah. first time they've beaten Chelsea in a domestic cup final. And there's a question here for Kat from Ellie Kearney on Insta. Asked if Kat thinks Kater's challenge on Chalaba deserved a red card, Kat. Mm, I saw the Twitter discussion about this mm. while I was watching the game as well. And to be honest... It was high. It was really bad. Yeah. And it should have been a red card. Oh, big yeah. shout! Okay, okay. There you go. okay. I wasn't I, expecting that. Because how many times have you seen a red card given for something yeah. like that? Mm. He his foot was so high, yeah. studs right into the we, region that no one yeah. likes to be kicked. Yeah, uh, was definitely a red. Shit. Yeah. And, and and was Lukaku onside as well? No. But that was offside. Are you serious? It was offside. What was offside about it? His, his elbow. elbow. His elbow, his elbow yeah. was offside. Can you no. score with your arm? That's just, how offside works. Bullshit, isn't um, it? I've always thought it was... Um, it was I, I don't know what it is now. I, I thought know. it was the armpit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know now. I feel like now it's just, it's just any... It could be your, it could be your left tone, toenail. Yeah, it's shit. And they'll call it that and they'll call that. So I, I'm done with it. You know what I'm going to say here? I know you're a Liverpool fan, yeah. right? I know you're a big Virgil van Dijk fan. Yeah. But since, since the knee injury, right? Mm. Verge isn't the same Verge, man. He sometimes looks like he's on a treadmill. He got beat for pace there and he yeah. got lucky that the offside came to his assistance. And we've seen it a couple uh, of times. Yeah, and I, I don't think he's been as good as he was before the ACL since he's come back. He's still been yeah. extremely good. Yeah. But yeah. has he been the guy that we know that basically was, you could not get past him? Yeah. No. I don't think he's that guy anymore. Will he get back to that? Probably. Yeah. But I think he's still probably easing into it. He might even still have the f- kind of fear of the ACL in the back yeah. of the head we don't know yeah. um, but yeah he just at the moment he doesn't look how he was I mean before. we're talking about a guy who did incredible things yes before his injury yeah. but I do agree his pace isn't the same mm. and he definitely doesn't drop back as quickly as he used to mm. I still love him yeah. I still I'm comforted when he's on the pitch but yeah I think you have a point yeah, and you guys are on a roll anyway. You obviously look like you're through to the next round of the Champions League. It's not done yet, but it looks like you're cruising through Inter. You're back in a title race. Pretty good time to be a Liverpool fan. I can see big smile, big smile on Kat yeah, at the moment. Yeah, she's wearing the jumper. She's, yeah. she's happy today. Yeah, okay, rightio. Anyway, well, the, the less said about that <laughs> game, the better. Moving on. I will also shout out your second keeper, Kelleher, as well, because to come oh, in and wow. perform the way you did. I know. Yeah. And uh, Klopp actually commented on that and said, yeah. hey, he's a coach, but overall he's a human, and he mm. had a human moment where he decided to give him the opportunity to play yeah. in that final. Yeah. And he's so glad he did. He's yeah. like, but, you know, that That's choice huge. doesn't always go the right way. Yeah. I.e., we saw with Tuchel, it doesn't always happen. Mm. But I think it was definitely the right decision for this game. Yeah. Klopp, Klopp annoys me a little bit. No, he, he plays. He plays the good guy. Yeah, he, he, no, he just so is a good funny. guy. The love. Come on. The Klopp love. just is a good guy. Yeah, true, he plays he, it. He's a likable character. Yeah. Well. You don't I mean, like him too? It's all a show. It's a show you for think me. It's a show? It's a bit of a show for me because he's the first over always with the fourth official. He's always complaining about something. If he loses mm. a game, it's someone else's fault. It's true. He I doesn't own it when they do lose. No, I can't copy He does own it, but he's always got a few comments. You remember yeah. he had beef with Frankie Lampard as well? Yeah, that was That was, that was, uh, that that was, was about funny. a year ago. Yeah. That was amazing. That was funny. Didn't you say something like you've won, uh, you've won one Premier League and you think you're the guy now? Yeah, yeah relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, shit, man. 
Lampard sacked a month later. Like, <laughs> God damn well, Lampard's it. back. He's with Everton. <laughs> and uh, actually, if Burnley win, Burnley got a game in hand coming up tomorrow. Mm. If Burnley win that, Everton are in the relegation zone. Which is Did you see the comments Lampard made after the game about the officials? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that. We may as well go to the Prem, I feel right? like it's just officials are making bad decisions. Man, that was a handball, sure. It was yeah. a handball. Was and even... Um, even his face after he'd done it, you could see he was like I guilty. Know. That know? was the biggest giveaway. Yeah. He was, his face was like, oh shit, you yeah. know, if they call this now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I look like and he was like, oh, it. it's not? Okay. Yeah, I didn't think on. so either. That's the thing, right? You got VAR for a reason. You go have a look at it and you don't give it. And no. then the same thing with this Lukaku one, I thought, is that, okay, you've gone and had a look at it now. Surely, I was looking, I was celebrating when I saw the VAR replay. I'm like, okay, it's going to get it's given. Fine. It didn't get given. Same with the City one, the Rodri. That's a handball. Yeah. We all saw it. It didn't get and given. And it's getting to that. Is it that same thing that we spoke about before where they're scared to overturn yeah. the main yeah. ref to yeah. make him, to undermine him? Yes. Because how many times has it actually happened where they've overruled the main ref? Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, that's what we've seen. That's been throughout the world of football this week. Yeah. Let's talk about the A-League, right? Because we that saw that in bad. that game last week. And all I know you felt very strongly about that. Central yeah. Coast mm. against Melbourne City. Firstly, there was a penalty given that he wasn't even inside the box. Then the biggest one was the studs-up challenge. That looked like a pen. Oh, and potentially, maybe you could go to the back pocket for a red. Shambles. No foul. Shambles. I just feel like, again, it's the same thing where everyone in the stadium can see it. Yeah. But somehow, the person that's doing the, their job, who's paid to do a job, misses it. Mm. The no, worst no, no, part no. is off the back of that, they kind of admitted that it was a blunder yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. Exactly. That's the worst part. Yeah, but yeah. I don't feel like I don't feel that's like not good enough, man. I just feel like I don't know if I'm being mean on the refs or stuff, but I feel like there needs to be higher sanctions for them. Because yeah. you because when you when you think about it, let's, let's let's talk about the Lampard one, right? So that point they they drew or whatever, or that point that they lose could be the reason they, they get relegated. Mm, mm. So that's a huge and then that's financially gonna impact Everton in some sort of way. So yeah. it's like, I reckon those decisions, you can't just come out and say, oh, you know what, we're sorry, that was a blunder, that was a mistake. Has to be higher sanctions because there's a lot more at stake. Yeah. Well, you'd almost say, now that the referee gets to have a look at it again, you've got to be harsher on them. Before to. it was like, mm -hmm. oh, you're seeing it at 100 miles an hour. Now you get to go have a look at a screen. If you still get it wrong, I'm allowed to give you some shit. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I think that maybe that's the way we're going. But anyway, we'll go back to the Prem. We'll talk about Leeds United because yeah. they've now parted ways with Marcelo Bielsa, mm -hmm. one of the most animated characters. I heard a story about Bielsa. They call him El Loco, right? Yeah. Like crazy. I heard a story about him that he, uh, he carried a grenade to <laughs> when, he was, when he was managing in Argentina. I heard what? a story about him that apparently he wasn't playing very well and the fans <laughs> came to his house to, oh. to criticise him and he walked outside with a grenade so if you don't get off my lawn <laughs> I'm, I'm going to blow you up. Wow. Yeah. Marcelo I, Bielsa, I've, crazy I've man. heard some stories about him that he lives like a minimalist. Is that what it's yes. called? Yes. Yeah, like yeah. he doesn't need anything. Like no. Just grenades. Just just grenades <laughs> yeah. and like a, a small cottage house. Yeah, and yeah. It. And he like walks to training and stuff like that. Like yeah. doesn't use a car and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. That's crazy, man. But he, he lasted two days at Lazio. Right, before he took the Leeds job, he was actually hired at Lazio. I did not know that what? he was at Lazio yeah. before. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he was hired at Lazio. That same season, he took Leeds. He was oh meant to be gosh. at Lazio. Two days later, he walked out. He walked in, apparently he said, I want the players to train more. I want them to eat better. I want sleeping quarters here because there'll be nights where I don't go home. So I, he wanted all these changes. Lazio said, we can't do that. He left. Mm, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, a man of a man of uh, his morals, you he, know. That's yeah. what he needs. He's crazy, but look, he's parted ways with Leeds. It's he sad. Has. He he brought them sad. finally back to I, the Prem. I think he's like um, when I think of Leeds, I think of him. So yeah. it's gonna be. I don't know who's gonna come in next, yeah, it's but it's weird. definitely gonna be strange because I still just picture him and Leeds together. You know. Yeah, he did such a good job promoting them. Mm. His 2019-2020 season was awesome. Yeah. But there's, he's just left kind of nothing. And it's just yeah. how Leeds play that always leaves him susceptible to, to goals. He's not know. really a tactician. Well, it's so weird, right? Because he's been let go and apparently they're going to build a statue for him now. Mm. Right after they've just let him go, apparently they're going to put a statue outside Elland Road of Marcelo uh, Bielsa. I, res I respect it. Yeah, like so it's clearly they're saying like, we do love you. It's yeah. just time to move on. It's this love-hate thing in football, yeah. right? Yeah, mm. it's like no hard feelings, but you know, we've got to level up now. I, yeah. I don't know, like who do you even bring in? That's the questions coming in. Jonathan Spence asks, who is the ideal replacement for Bielsa? Is Jesse Marsh the right man? Former RB Leipzig manager. Mm. Didn't do too well at RB Leipzig, the American man. He's most likely going to be taking over mm. Leeds. Is he the right guy? I haven't heard much about him. I won't lie to you. Yeah. I say bring in Sam Allardyce. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it won't happen. Yeah. Can you imagine going yeah. from like a mastermind of football to just big Sam? Head it and kick it. Yeah. Put it in the channels. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Maybe it'll help them avoid relegation. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's another question that rolled in here from Borchevez. Said, can Leeds go down now? Definitely. That, yeah? Possible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I think they might. Yeah, I think so. 
because that's an identity that's very hard to replace. Yeah. So they're really on struggle street, though. They are. They are. How many goals have they conceded this season? Mm. Oh, they, conceded, they just set a record. 20 goals in February. Like, come on. Wow. Yeah, 20 goals conceded in Mentally, February. Mentally, how are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. You're just going into a game knowing that you're probably going to cop one or two. Yeah, yeah. terrible, terrible. Plus, nice. they've been calling leads just Rafinha yeah. for this whole season. Because <laughs> yeah. really, who else yeah. have you noticed? Yeah. True. And Bayern are looking at him as well, so they could be oh, fleeced no. to him as well. Uh, what I want to ask you guys, though, should he come here? Because Marcelo Bielsa, of course, in 2019, 2018, he was linked with the Australian job. After Ooh. after Ange Postecoglou, okay. he was linked with it. And apparently that, that actually had some fruition. And, and he came back and played with Leeds. He played a friendly match here mm-hmm. in Australia and he spoke to the media. Obviously speaks very broken English, if any. And he said, I, I've always pictured myself here one day. Don't know if it would be with the national team or whatever, but I'd like to manage in Australia one day. That's so interesting. That would be cool. Yeah. I would like to see him over here. I'd probably mostly like to see him with the Australian national team. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Rather than an A-League team. If anyone from Football Australia is listening and cares about my opinion... <laughs> and we know they listen. <laughs> get the checkbook out and throw it at that man. <laughs> because I've seen the work that he can do. With Athletic Bilbao, he taught both Manchesters how to play football, right? He's done it at national level with Chile. He will come in. And you know what he'll do? Mm. He'll, half that team will probably never play again under him. Mm. And he'll bring in some random kid that was yeah. playing MPL two seasons yeah, ago. He'll yeah. be starting for Australia. True, like, true. He would just Which you guys know is probably our missing ingredient oh, as well, mate, right? I would love to see it. And he's yeah. just box office because he's yeah. just so strange as a character mm. as yeah, well. He's good. He's, he's, he's animated on the sidelines. Good oh, to watch. I'd love to see it. So let's see. I hope Australia make the World Cup. I really hope we do. But if we don't, and we have four years to plan for another one, we Marcelo Bielsa. Bring him in. Make it happen. Start a GoFundMe. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> right? I'll go sell chocolates. I'll go door to door. I will sell chocolates for a year if it means getting Marcelo Bielsa to manage our Cause is going to go fundraise. Cat sells the toes. We're good to go. Yeah, exactly. I know I'm selling Cat my toes. I will sell feet photos. I will sell chocolates. <laughs> what, what do and I do? Oland, what will you do? I don't know. Hey? I, just, I just talk. Oland will release a rap album, <laughs> right? Just to fund Marcelo Bielsa coming in. Okay? That sounds good, actually. Okay. That's actually that's we'll actually, make it happen. Anyway. We can make a lot from that. Yeah, I feel like I'm losing in this, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. moving on. What do you mean? Have you I'm seen some of those? Selling like, my feet. Yeah. Do you what know how much some of those <laughs> make? Yeah. Those women make? I mean, not to, But it, not I'm that not I making know. it. It's going 20%. straight to charity. Okay. Not that cool. I know specific figures, but it's a lot of money. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about it, but it's Says a it lot. like he hasn't bought any. What? No, I haven't. What the? No, I've seen your bank statement. There's some weird <laughs> shit going <laughs> out there. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Yeah, let's move on. We definitely should move on. Some more news coming out. The European Super League could be back. Oh, no. What? Wasn't this the thing that got cancelled a year ago? Yeah, what but they now? well, the head, the the leaders of Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Juventus are hoping to revive it. They've fixed a few things, apparently. So what have they fixed? Well, before there was no relegation, so you couldn't ever get relegated from the European Super right. League. They're saying that they've fixed that, and they're also going to add new teams, like new franchises in places like Dublin yeah. and a couple other countries in Europe, which has been left out of the rise okay. of European football. Mm. Question though, okay, where did? Where does the relegation and promotion feed out I of? I have no idea. That's going to be Because you can relegate. Do they just make a Super League 2? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the... the I, I don't, don't know. know. The concept is so strange to me. Yeah. It's it's a basically... It's Americanizing European football, It is. Football, it right? is. It's just, like I said, when it, you saw the uproar when it first got brought out and how people reacted to it. I don't think anyone's opinions changed over the last mm. however so months. Yeah. Because no way. it's taken away the fan element from the game. Again, giving it to all the businessmen, mm. the power in yeah. their hands. Yeah. Can, can you see from a commercial point of view that it makes some sense or absolutely not? Yes, as a as a way of providing another avenue for tourists and, and whatnot to buy tickets to games. Yeah. But I think the issue here, and we talk, even as Chelsea fans, mm-hmm. when you look at the average price of a ticket now, yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's yeah, it's not and about people anymore. We can't keep evolving the sport towards commercializing it because yeah. it pulls it away from what it's really about. Mm. And I think that an alternative, in my opinion, is, okay, create more exhibition matches every year, put the teams against each other, make mm. a bit of money off it. Why do you need a whole new league? Yeah. And why do you have to take um, elements out of existing leagues? And also, I don't doesn't it that. completely deplete on the Champions League is done then? Pretty yes. much. Yeah, th- that was Champions really what finished. they set out to and do. And I'm sorry, Champions League is my favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I it would be devastated. And I saw just people tagging each other and, and what mm. the discussions were mm. like on a post to do with the Super League. Yeah. And it's all negative. Of course. Yeah. I, look, I don't think we'll get off the ground because, yeah, you can have all the ideas in the world, but you're basically just squatting down and taking a massive shit on 150 years basically. of history of these football clubs. Exactly. You know? like, Which just shows how little you understand. Yes. Because, you know, these, these clubs came from working class people. They might be owned by billionaires mm-hmm. now, but they weren't forever. We'll get, we'll get to that in a second mm-hmm. as well, speaking to some billionaires that own clubs in England. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, before I do that, though, some funny stories come out during the week. And uh, we need a bit of that. We need a bit of lighthearted fun. Hey, Kai Hammett showed his new tattoo. I've seen right? that. It's I've an outline that. of Batman. Ahead of the new Batman movie. Love it. Right? Fair it's enough. an outline of Batman holding the Champions League ball under his arm. Oh, that's pretty sick. That's right? pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Because, of course, Kai Havertz scored in the Champions League final. final yeah. Onside or offside? Batman holding a Champions League ball. Oh, like, it's way well, onside. Yeah, part, you're a fan. What part of his body is it on? Do we know? It looks like, I mean, that could be a really skinny leg. Oh, okay. But I think that's an arm. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, onside. That's m- or a very skinny Fine. leg. I don't. <laughs> Producer Shab says that that's a very skinny leg. Yeah, leg, okay, yeah, no. there you go. Onside. Just, just onside? Be, yeah, you rate it? Yeah, what yeah, would yeah. be offside? Where? Yeah, I was going to ask the same if question. If you had it where? In a particular place. Where would you have Batman holding a Champions League ball? Unless the Champions League ball was your testicles. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be offside. And he was holding a sack that with two Champions League balls in it. That would be offside, especially that, for the tattoo artists as well. Fuck, now that he scored in the Club World Cup final as well, he <laughs> should have put like Batman with a sack of two balls. Yeah. One is the Champions League one ball. One is the other one. Club yeah, World exactly. Cup. Those, that's kind of what's offside. But nah, yeah. that's, that's onside. Where, okay. he's got, where he's got it at the moment. I'm glad we got down to, <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah. The nitty gritty. The, the movie looks good though. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Robert Pattinson. Are you a Twilight fan? No, not particularly. Oh, okay. Like oh. I, I don't, I don't vibe him. Mm-hmm. But he looks good oh, as a Twilight. Uh, Why don't you like him? I don't know. Does women have to be obsessed me. with him? Yeah. I wasn't one of them. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Who was you obsessive? But, but Catwoman <laughs> looks great. Who's Catwoman? Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Okay, I don't know who that is, no. but I'll be, I'll be giving it a watch because I, no, uh, no I, idea. I, I did hear. Um, you should know who Zoe Kravitz is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I don't know. Maybe if I, say, maybe if I say, I'm terrible with actors and with <laughs> names anyway. Uh, anyway. Oh, it's Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, no, I have seen her. I have seen yeah. her. No idea. Anyway, still no idea. We digress. This isn't a <laughs> yeah. movie podcast. This is football. It got me thinking about one of the worst footballer tattoos that we've seen. Right, Leroy Sane. Has his own face on his back, oh. celebrating a goal. How what big is his the face? Fuck? On his back? <laughs> that's so offside. Is that offside? That's yeah, very that's vain. Offside. Tattoo of yourself, offside. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, very vain. I mean, I feel like tattoos are supposed to represent a memory yeah. of like something important that's happened. But yeah, I like Batman. It, it's but also like on his back, <laughs> so yeah. it's for other people to see his face, well, and ex- then he turns around and it's his face again. Yeah, <laughs> it's extremely vain. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, you don't like that one. How offside? big is it? Oh, it's probably about like quarterback piece. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Must have meant a lot to him. Yeah. It was look. It was his celebration after a goal he scored. But yeah, no, okay. I agree with you. It is a little bit vain. Next one. This one's a bit horny. I didn't expect this from him. But Leo Messi has his wife's lips tattooed near his groin region. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. You know when you're away from the missus and you yeah. just want to remember what she looked. <laughs> Got <in> there. <laughs> no need for the hub and stuff. You know. <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? I understand hub. it. That's we are looking for sponsors. <laughs> if the hub wants to sponsor, we can. The hub and you know. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no one. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> onside or offside? The lips. It's onside. It's his wife. Yeah. 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 Okay. There was also there was a story that came out of Leonel Messi, but it was something to do basically someone that followed him, like put them put Leona Messi on his on her best on his best friends. Oh what on, tattoo? No, it was what like you know on Instagram. You can yeah. put people on your best friends. Oh okay. He was she he oh. followed her, yeah. right? And yeah. she put him on the best friends and then she uploaded a picture of her like half naked or whatever oh, and then wow. Lionel Messi unfollowed her and blocked her. Oh what and a man. She, and then she put out a statement like, Oh Le Messi, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it like oh, that, blah blah, blah 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 Because you lost the Messi follow. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, need yeah, more yeah, Messi's yeah. eh. He just seems like a Yeah, you know like, what? Not Integrity not of character. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Big for Messi. That is class. So yeah, we'll go we'll go with onside <laughs> with his wife lips near the groin. Uh Deli Ali. Has got he's some got a few. Ones. He's got a few, right? He's, he's got like about 30, covered, 40 tags. Yeah, he's covered, isn't he? Um, but he's got Stewie Griffin on there. That's amazing. <laughs> from Family Guy. And he's also got yeah. Bam Bam from the Flintstones. So mm-hmm. he's got his favourite cartoon characters tattooed on him. Yeah, do we know where? I, again, You're I hope so it's not... That's the, that's, the, that's the deciding factor. I, <laughs> I do agree with Olan here because okay. if you had Stewie Griffin like near your region, yeah. that or Bam Bam from Flintstones, yeah, like enough. weird. I know someone who had like Borat on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. I get like me. <laughs> yeah, got it, got nice. it done because of a dare in Bali. It's oh. exactly what you'd expect. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair enough. Surprising. But that's anyway, surprising. good point. Yeah, yeah. On side, I, li- I don't mind it. On side, okay. On side, I love tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. Uh, well, you got any tats? You don't have any tats on, do you? I got one. Oh, you do. Yeah, this one here. I kind of will. I must in t- in case I get like you know down and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just down go back to my you notes. Don't need the hub. <laughs> 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 Anytime I'm down, I just look down. And, yeah. Okay, we're ready to go. Oh, that's cracker. I write yeah. that, and you've got a few. I've got a couple. Yeah. 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 All right, a footballer tattoos. It, it is. It is a love affair. We're going to move on to some nicer stories from the week as well. Uh, the U.S. Women's Team. Finally reached this um, equal pay agreement, 24 million US dollars. A lot of that in back pay as well. They've mm. been fighting for this for six years. It was a six-year legal battle which saw uh, the men's team didn't make the World Cup. They mm. won the World Cup and yet the men's team was getting paid about 10 times as much at a, at a certain period of time. Yeah, wow. Well. Big for the women's game, Kat? Yeah, massive. I mean, the US is always a few steps ahead, I feel. Mm. And when you look at the success of the US women's team too, mm-hmm. since like 1985, they've won the world cup four times or something yeah so it's the proof's kind of in the pudding i yeah. think they needed to level up and do something like that mm-hmm. um but of course it's it's a definitely a positive step and i do think the u.s in terms of the impact of women's football are up there mm. yeah they're, they're number one but is yeah. it so is that just national team national team oh okay yeah, 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 yeah. so it's not like domestic no i actually stuff. heard something i don't know if this is true but i actually yeah. heard something that said um it was actually really poor timing. It was really unfortunate timing because I think th- they went through this whole legal battle in a time that the US men's team didn't make the World Cup. Oh. So the money that they were kind of trying to match and was far lower than they would usually oh. make when they make the World Cup, apparently. That's what I heard, right? That's why they, they originally wanted about $66 million. Oh. Wow. But it ended up far lower. It was, it was still a good agreement because on the future now, it'll be equal pay from yeah. this point on. But I think their back pay was a lot lower than it would have been if the men would have made the World Cup. I don't know. But one thing I found really interesting because the Matildas did this years ago. Mm. So the Matildas have, yeah, the Matildas have with the Socceroos, they get paid equally. Um, but one thing I found a bit strange, mm. right, was... Obviously, the, the, all these players were playing in the W League at the time and they were playing in America and they were just trying to make ends meet and the cash wasn't very high at a club level mm-hmm. five, six years ago in, 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 the, in the women's game. So the Matildas put these players on a contract system. Hmm. Did you know that there are 21 Matildas on a contract for the national team? So it doesn't happen in the men's game. Yeah. But there's like mm. tier one players that, are, that earn 83K from the national team. Mm. They wow. get paid a salary. That's crazy. And then there's tier two and then there's tier three. Wow. That's new. That was because they said, you know, they wanted it to be, W League was earning 10, 20,000, 30,000. Right. They wanted a, a player that's playing for the Matildas to earn minimum six figures. Okay. What happened now though, you know, you got players playing in Europe for like big money, like Sam Kerr's contract is right. over 600K a year. But and she's still adding on to the... Well, that's going to ask the same That's question. what I want to know. I don't know if anyone knows that, but if they are still on these contracts, the other thing which is quite alarming is that I get from a pay point of view, but imagine there were 20 players that are on a contract. Are they pretty much guaranteed to play for the national team, even if they're playing shit at club level? That's what I was going to ask you as well. Like they're kind of locked into this contract and they're committed to having the salary paid regardless of what they're doing for the national team. Yeah, and that's got to influence the coach's decision to call them up because if you're paying a player anyway, you have to call them up, right? Right. That's so true. Is that why the team is not developing the way that it should be? How, are we onto something here? I don't know. I just want to know. Has Claude figured it all out is the question. Uh, Let us know in the comments. I just want to know a little bit more about it. If, I think I, if a, anyone can help us out, please send us a DM, comment on the, wh- yeah. whatever, whichever way you communicate with us. I'd like to know more about that. Like, it sounds a bit odd. It does, sa- it does sound odd. It's, it's like any business. If yeah. you're contracted to pay people for X amount of time, yeah. you got to do that. If I know I'm on a contract for my national team, I'll, I'll chill out. I don't have yeah. to impress the gaffer, do I? Because I know no. I'm going to play for exactly, the next three, four exactly years. Exactly that. Facts. I don't know. So it's an interesting one. Anyway. Very interesting. I want to yeah. know that. I want to I get to the bottom of that. A little bit of a Pandora's yeah. box. That. Yeah. Let's find out. Let's f- Again, if anyone from Football Australia. <laughs> please, please let us <laughs> know. Let I'd us love know. to know. I'd, I'd love to know. The MLS yeah. kicked off over the weekend. I love a bit of American soccer. You do. <laughs> He's got a Orlando soccer. City on right now. Yeah, I'm wearing Orlando Upper City. Upper 90 of the yeah, Orlando City. You know Nanny? I got Nanny there. I know Nanny. I know who else they got <laughs> Nanny there. Nanny Kaka used yeah, to play? Kaka. Kaka. Some, some great players. Won the some Champions. great players. Yeah. You played in the US. I so. played in the US for a little bit. It was amazing. <laughs> 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 was that American? He 
was like, it's a mix. That was a mix of what that was. Yeah, I don't know where you ended up there. Yeah, I love that. No, to be fair, I do. I do love the MLS, man. Yeah, it is pumping, right? I really do like it. Not only because the jerseys are awesome, not only because great colors, great colors. I'm rocking a purple Orlando. Not only because of that, Beckham owns a club. Will Ferrell owns a club. So cool. Matthew McConaughey, a rat, a rat, a rat, owns a club. Austin FC. But it's just cool. It's just a really cool league. And Chicharito bagged the last minute winner. LA Galaxy won. It was big for Mexico. He's still playing. He's still playing. Jeez. Because Carlos Vela scored a hat-trick as well. LAFC won. Big one for me. Charlotte played their first mm-hmm. game in the MLS. Riley McGree was, was supposed to play for them. He now has gone back to the championship. They are expected to play. They're playing their first home game this week against mm-hmm. LA Galaxy. They're expecting a new record. 75,000 people to come to the game. Wow. Charlotte. For Charlotte's first game wow. in the MLS. Right? It's That's massive. crazy. Yeah, one of my good friends plays for not Charlotte but he plays for the one so the Charlotte Independence which is like the, the tip they yeah. feed into that yeah, one yeah, yeah. and it's just crazy how much they can just grow around like because they because of how America is whenever they commit to something the fans just get around they it get around everyone it, yeah. just embraces it it doesn't it doesn't matter what they're doing they, just, they might not even know what's going on at the game but yeah. they just love it you know what I mean that's what that's one thing I do love about America which is crazy because you know yeah we want a soccer team to represent us you know yeah, what I mean yeah. like, it's like crazy like, yeah, come on guys it's amazing yeah. this is the, you, you put a team somewhere it's like the people should get behind it and yeah. in the A-League right I bring this up because yes. the crowds are at an all time low mm. crowds yeah. are shit 700 people rocked up to a game the other day now no. 700 people 700 to people. an A-League game I've had more at a house party but the the <laughs> I'm at more Kuji Pav. Let's not talk about that. Place, Let's not though. go there. Yeah, security guards. Uh, but Western United, look, the game was played in Tasmania. So it, no, neither team was at home, but it was Perth Glory taking on Western United. Mm. 700 people at the game. Before that, though, Western United at home against Sydney FC, they had that sick scorpion kick, Ben Garuccio yeah. scorpion kick. Oh, yes. 1,800 people at a home game for Western United who are top of the league. Wow. And I compare that to the MLS because you've put it in a new area. It's not in Melbourne yeah. where the other two are playing. You've yeah. put it in a new area to represent all these people. But don't Western but they don't get around it, man. Don't Western United play their games where Melbourne City play as well, or Melbourne Victory play, or do they play in a completely different stadium? Well, I think they occasionally Western. play there. But is it Ge- Geelong's where they're building their stadium? Yeah, they're building because their new stadium. That was in the whole thing because that was the whole thing with Western United. I was talking to someone about it one day, and they were just saying basically that there's no fans because. They don't know where they are. Where are you? Yeah. We're like where, you know yeah. what I mean? They're like, they're a Melbourne team, but there's no, there's no, they're, not, they're not supposed to be a Melbourne team, yeah. but they play in Melbourne. Yeah. You know what and I mean? It's a, so yeah. it's like, where, where is your location? There's no identity. Yeah. There's right? no identity. Yeah. And I think that's the problem, especially with Western United struggle with. But well, I, that was the problem with Melbourne City that's what, when oh, they okay. came in as Melbourne Heart. It was like, okay, well, what difference is this to victory? Is yeah. it just people mm. who don't go for victory now go for City? Like, it doesn't really make sense. Mm. So I agree with you. But the crowds are at an all-time low. We even had a grand final rematch, Sydney FC against Melbourne City. Home game for Sydney, 3,200 people. No, that's so poor. That's terrible. I've played in front of more. It's Why? So poor. <laughs> I played in front of more. That's all I'm saying. I played in front of more. <laughs> Why though? It's what is it? Kat? So poorly marketed. Is that it, the game? Does is it come so down to poorly that? marketed. I mean, it doesn't just come down to that because you can't say but the quality's not, gone down. No, but no, the quality's still good. I yeah. just cancelled my Paramount Plus subscription. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> just throw that one out there. Is that because um, the movies and shows, or is that because yeah. the football coverage? What are you? So. I think South Park's on there. What are you doing? I <laughs> no. I mean, I was just kind of using that as an example, just to say that even as somebody who actively consumes a lot of football content, yeah, yeah. I realized that I watch the highlights for A League yeah. more than I sit down and watch ninety minutes of okay. the A League. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that I'm not the only one who mm. feels like that. I do think what we've talked about recently with the ad breaks and stuff mm. has actually had quite an impact on the viewing of the sport. Mm. Um, and going to the games, there's not a whole lot of atmosphere. Mm. You know that better than anyone else. Yeah. The last game you were at, it, it was empty. There. It's almost like you're there and I'm looking at, especially um, Wanderers, I'm there and I'm like, this would be an amazing experience if the place was full yeah. and bumping. Because yeah. the stadium is beautiful. But I think it's what you said, Claude, a couple of weeks ago, where you need to nail the culture. Yeah. Before you bring this team in and decide you're going to pump all this money into whoever in the A-League, yeah, we're bringing in a new team. What is the identity and the culture of that team? Because mm, if there is none, then you're not going to have any fans. Yeah, That's the Culture line. takes time, right? Yeah. yeah. It takes time to even, build. Even the teams with the most history yeah. are still struggling to get attendance. Yeah, It definitely goes on a lot. There's a lot more going on. <laughs> Sorry. Did you shops? Someone's serious going off in the background. <laughs> but yeah, there is. Yeah, I, I think it's foundational cultural it's everything yeah 
and how to fix it, I genuinely don't know. What do you think? How do you how do we fix that attendance? And if you were to compare it to the MLS, yeah, they're obviously really good at hyping it up. Yeah, they get really cool, powerful the people involved. That they get in. Well, that's yeah. It, like yep. if Sturridge yeah. was playing for Wanderers, yeah. or Sydney FC, I do agree with that. How many people go to those games? He's hardly playing though. He's injured I again. Know, I That's know, part of the problem. Saying, it's in terms of bringing him in. But what did yeah. what did Del Piero do for yeah. um for Sydney FC? Yeah, he he worked wonders. Mm. But Sturridge is not having that impact with Perth Glory because he doesn't feel like he cares the same way that yeah Del Piero cared when he came out here. I think there's a weird thing where it's also in this weird shit little purgatory, right? Yeah. Where so many teams are building new stadiums. So they've all, like Sydney FC, right? So you, the Wanderers did it for years. They've all left their, st- Western United as well, right? Mm. MacArthur as well. Mm. So all of them are like, we're building a new stadium. Wait, it's going to be awesome. By the time you build a stadium, will you even exist anymore? I don't know. <laughs> so that's happened all at once, which is a problem. Yeah. Then you got the shifting of the league rights has gone to a new right holder and they've promised that it's going to be so good, but you can't fix no. everything overnight. And so I think they promised and didn't quite deliver that, but they're trying to take steps. I give them the benefit of the doubt. It's very hard to inherit what they did and turn it into something. But it, it just, yeah, I, it comes down to the marketing. What you said, like, I am a big football fan. I follow every football page. I consume football content very regularly. It is my job, right? Yeah. So I'm at that end of the scale and still sometimes I don't know when a game's on. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, sick, Sydney FC are playing birth tomorrow. Oh, no, it's a postponed game because it's still from the original schedule. I, I don't know when games are on sometimes. Mm. I don't yeah. know where to watch it sometimes and it's crazy because I'm so involved in football and sometimes I don't know when the games are on or what so imagine someone who's just like a light football fan they'd have no clue that alone says a lot yeah yeah. like I know when the Premier League's kicking off and it's thousands of Ks around but Mm. it makes sure every everything I follow makes sure I know the kickoff time in Australia I know the coverage start time I know the starting lineups I know know everything about it I know more about J-League yeah like I get notifications on my phone Mm. yeah I don't get anything A-League related yeah I don't know Hopefully they can fix it soon. Hopefully we can. I want to see it improve, definitely. We all do. We yeah. all do. And I, look, I, and you got to give a benefit of the doubt. It is the first first year of a five-year cycle with this whole new Paramount deal, whatever. You've, you've unsubscribed. So anyone from Paramount, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, maybe send Cat a free it's trial. A, it's or a temporary decision. Yeah. They've got some good South Park. As I said, yeah, the new okay. South Park features are on there. So if you're not watching it for the A-League, you've got to watch <laughs> it for that. Great show. Uh, better story for Australian football, though. Quick one. We had Christian Volpato last yeah. week. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball off. Ball off, playing for Roma. Uh, we have another one, Alessandro Circati, eighteen-year-old. Yeah, 18-year-old from Perth. Played for Ooh. Perth Glory. He played for Parma in Serie B. Oh, yeah, wow. centre back. Started on the weekend. They won four 0 Big game as well. Gigi Buffon is his keeper behind him. Oh, that's wow. so cool. That's sick. Huge. Buffon yeah, is my sick. favorite. Buffon is more than twice his age. That is insane. And he's but they, there's no one better you'd rather have behind you, yeah. like teaching you how to play football. That so is how old is he? Did you say eighteen? Eight, wow. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, his timing. Aussie. Squad yet? I don't believe so yet, but we'll watch this space. If you start starting regularly, it's a pretty good sta- standard of football, mm-hmm. so we will be watching it. Um, now let's tri- let's let's switch it up to a bit more of the serious stuff. Yeah, craziness going on in the world at the moment. We know that, and we are a football podcast, football plus culture. So we're not going to sit here and really try and 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 delve into the the politics of what is going on as there is a war in the world right now. Mm-hmm. However, like always, football particularly and all sports are always not far from politics. If you look at the history books, sport just happens to always be involved in everything political that's going on. And football has been at the center of this as well. And there's been a lot of people using their portfolio, people using their profile to come out and and kind of speak up against what's going on. A lot of Ukrainian players have had a lot of support from their local clubs Mm. and all this. The biggest one though, UEFA, very quick. UEFA moved the Champions League final. It's not going to be played in Russia anymore. We're moving it to Paris. FIFA... Been a little bit different, right? Gianni mm. Infantino, been a little bit different. Shocked. Hasn't condemned it. Are you shocked? Yeah, you're shocked? No. They're, they're rarely, rarely... They've the always played the conservative card. Well, he's... Uh, there's been a lot of snaps. Obviously, the World Cup was in Russia in 2018. Gianni Infantino was actually given an order of friendship by the Russian government. Him and Putin, quite tight. And he, Suspect. Now, he came out and said, look, uh, he hasn't condemned anything. He hasn't used that language that other pl- clubs and players have used. Mm. He said Russia will continue to play in the World Cup qualifiers just under a different name and without an anthem and without their flag. Similar to what we saw at the Olympics. Mm. But the Olympics was for performance-enhancing drugs. Right. This is a whole different thing. Yeah. Onside or offside, Russia still being able to play their World Cup qualifiers. I don't think they should be able to. No. Personally, mm-hmm. no. No. It's R- offside to me because... It's really just a cover-up mm. 
they're putting a label on it that mm. makes them feel better about it. Mm. But ultimately, players are still going to be playing against the same team, whether they mm. represent Russia or they yeah. represent the FUR or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also the whole other issue with that is that the three teams planning to face Russia yeah. or insert new name yep. don't want to play them. Well, mm. they, they all said they don't want to play them. Lewandowski was the first the, one. What about the players, for Ru- the Russian players? Are they even going to want to play for Russia? Yeah. You know, that's also well, that's another question. That's the other question. thing too. Well, this is, the, this is the, like, I am kind of opening it to you guys because yeah. I, I can't really say I'm either side on this one, but yeah. to play devil's advocate, let's say these Russian footballers. Mm. And, and it's similar with the Olympians, but again, it's a whole different matter. But these Russian footballers, their whole life, maybe they've played and they want to play at a World Cup and it's their biggest dream and they've worked their asses off and they've done that. And they have, and there's this, there's this crazy guy up there who yeah. they happen to be born in that country yeah, and he's doing crazy shit. And this player who's playing their football, their club football in Italy, playing their club football in England may have nothing to do with that. May, you see so many Russians are protesting on the streets. They don't want to be associated mm. with what's going on. These footballers, should they be denied their, their, their opportunity to play at a World Cup? Even if it is under a different banner, under a different flag, under a different... Should they be denied their so. opportunity to play at the biggest centrepiece of world football because of the actions of someone else, just because they're born in that country? It's such a tough question to answer. Yeah. It's but because I completely understand where you, what you mean yeah. in that this isn't... They're not playing against Putin. Mm. They're playing mm. against Russian mm. people mm. who don't necessarily represent yeah. those same ideas. Yeah. Um, I think it goes back to the fact that it's World Cup mm. and people representing nations. Yeah. And as much as we want to say it's just football, there is always a political connotation. Of course, of course. Yes. And so I think for me, it does go back to them representing Russia mm. and people having an issue with what Russia is doing yeah. to an, another country right now. Mm. And, and that's the issue. Mm. It's unfortunate for anyone who comes from a country where their leaders aren't doing things that represent their own values, yeah. mm. but it's not the first time this has happened. Yeah. And then you run the risk, right? Because you can't control thousands of people, fans. If Russia are out the World Cup, you're playing against Russia, things are said, fights break oh, out, this yeah. stuff happens. Yeah, yeah we know that's going to So to avoid that completely, you just you just keep them out of the World Cup. Is yeah, that, is that, is that I, I reckon it's probably best to remove them because that's going to be who's going to want to, A, want to play against them hmm. and then fan, and whose fan section is not going to be antagonised by them being there yeah. because it's, it's like, even though those, those fans out there have nothing to do with him or Vladimir Putin or whatever, the way you see it is like when when people see me, they might think I'm an active representation of black people mm. or English people. But mm. even though I might not have nothing to do with what the hell the Queen thinks, yeah, yeah but yeah. that's how they see you. That's how yeah. they view you because they feel like you're a representation mm. of them. So how they how they act towards you mm. is based on the perception of what they've seen or yeah. what they what they feel. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. So it, it, is it potentially almost even safer and you're almost protection, protecting yeah. Russian players and fans mm-hmm. by not having them at that event? It could, yeah. yeah, it could 100%. get... I reckon it could get very violent. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll be watching that. I mean, it goes without saying, on behalf of the Born Offside podcast, we're, like everyone, absolutely horrid by what's going on in the world. We yeah. hope the sooner it can be resolved, completely anti what's going on and our support goes out to the Ukrainian people. Um, as the whole yeah. football community has, we saw Andriy Shevchenko out in London with the Ukrainian flag. He's been yeah. protesting days on end as well, as, as so many have been around the world. And I mean, we're watching it closely. We're refreshing every every yeah. hour of every day yeah. to try and see what's going on because, you know, we do love football. We do talk about it all the time, but there are a lot of things that mean a lot more than football. And this is Absolutely. case in point. So Way bigger than football. Um, we hope everyone's safe and everyone's families that listen to the podcast as well. We're going to talk about that World Cup though. I want to move a, a little bit on with that World Cup. Theo Swazinger. I like Theo. Right, German guy. Was mm. head of German football. Back in uh, 2011, when the World Cup was awarded to Qatar, he came out saying, Qatar is the cancer of football. He was, re- he was really anti it. He was really <laughs> yeah. not happy about it. Yeah. Right. And uh, he said this is the worst decision FIFA has ever made. Wow. This report came out recently that Qatar actually hired ex-CIA agents. What? Right. <laughs> Stop there. Right. All, no, but already none of this is James Bond shit going on, right? They hired all these guys. to try and create an influencer network around this head of German football and just talk positively about (sighs) Qatar so that his opinion would change. So people were literally paid, people that were around him in Germany were literally paid to just talk positively about, you know what? 
The World Cup in Qatar actually is a good idea. Right? <laughs> you should really rethink that shit. You should, wow. Have you seen what they're doing here? You see? Man's living in the Truman Show. Everyone around yeah. him is fake. He, yeah, exactly. That's funny as fuck. It, no, it, it I can't believe that. It is true, man. <laughs> this report yeah. came out. And then and then the report, so the, this was closed. It was. It, it had this like full top secret name as well. I haven't got it on here. It was called the something report. It was closed in 2014 <laughs> saying it was a success. His opinion's been changed. Wow. 2015, he's on the radio and he's saying the same old shit. He's like, it's terrible. <laughs> so, so it didn't work. It didn't work. It was a whole lot of money spent just to try and change this one guy's opinion. That in is insane. Yeah. This guy must be important, man. Yeah. Very didn't work important. though. But they've still got the World Cup, so something still worked. still got it. Yeah. Something worked. That's, that's crazy. What do you think Qatar's about his statement though? About, about, it, about Qatar oh. being a bad decision by FIFA. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm still mixed. I'm still mixed opinions. I remember you saying about the stadium thing, basically those stadiums that yeah, some they're building. Deconstructed, they're yeah. deconstructed. So I'm on side with that and I feel like they're, they're trying, mm. you know, but there's still some, again, the, the money scenario, the money situation, where's the money coming from? Is it coming from dodgy places? You know, that whole thing. Mm. So it's a little bit, I think people are just on the, on the fence a little bit about it. Mm. Uh, an interesting take that I heard about it was, you know, if Qatar did have issues in the past and they did have slavery issues and they did have all these things, having the World Cup means they have to clean up their act mm. and the World Cup is a way for them to fix things. So it could be a positive. Because they, they are in the public light. Mm. And could that be a positive? Is that one way of looking at it? That's true. It's definitely yeah. a good way of looking at it. Yeah. I like that. And and there are a lot of problems. One thing I will say as a fan going to it, it's going to be really small geographically. There's going to be a lot of stadiums in a small place, a lot of fans. It's going to bounce. Let me tell you that. Like, I think mm. it's going to bounce. I think it's going to be... My perception's changed because at first I was like, you woke up 3 a.m. I was quite young thinking, surely he's going to take Australia out of this little envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Sep. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you remember Take you Australia out. Come on. And he took out Qatar. And at first I hated it. But you know, I mean, as time's gone on, it's like you just accept it. You get over so, it. Hey, yeah. we could be down there. Who knows? Yeah. Hey. Never know. Never know. That's it. Catch Born Offside down there, you know? That's it. We're trying to get Born Offside <laughs> over to Qatar. We're looking forward to the walk up. We've got a few walk up questions that have actually come through. I want to ask you guys quickies. Uh, first one was from George Patacos. Georgie. Hello there. I think he might be great. Yeah, I was going to say he's great. Who's winning the World Cup this year? One word. If you had to call it early. Oh, it's coming home. Yeah? It's coming home, boys. England. England. It's coming home. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> France. France winning it? Ingolo, Ingolo. Because of him? Can't say. Mbappe, Mbappe's in incredible the, form. The French squad is incredible, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say don't sleep on Germany. New gaffer as well. They finally got rid of Jurgen Lowe. They've got a great generation. They've been sleeping giants for the last yeah. couple of se- mm. um, tournaments. Couple of tournaments like. yeah. yeah, they're always a little scary at the World Cup. Always. Always. You don't want to play Germany. Mm. Yeah. Um, they're just scary, scary in general sometimes, aren't they, the Germans? But I, like they, yeah, I, I think I'd be, I'd be looking at that very closely. Had another question that came through as well from another fan wanting to know more about the World Cup. People are up about the World wow. Cup. I think it's, it's finally sunk in. have a lot of content around it. That's exactly. That. It is fun. a World Cup Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Love it. Lex Ivan. Considering Serbia's excellent performances, mm. can they win the World Cup? Who has Serbia got? Drop me some names. Mitrovic? <laughs> Alexander Mitrovic? Bang goals in the championship. Well, he's, yeah, he's basically yeah, getting Fulham back into the Vlaovic, your mate? Oh, okay. They've got, they got a decent front too. Okay. Milinkovic Savic pulling the strings in behind. Lots of great players in the Serie A. Lots of great players. In win? The nah, not win. Nah. Maybe round the 16, if that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to destroy your hopes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe round the 16. Come on, there's big players in this game. <laughs> if they can get them firing, mm. I mean, look at, I, I don't want to compare the two, but you know, when you look at the size footballing nation-wise, you look at Croatia's I run I knew you were going to say Croatia. <laughs> I was like, yeah. be careful. Don't get cranky at me. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to get political. I'm just saying Croatia's run in 2018 was brilliant. Yeah. And was. no one would have expected that from no. a country with that small of a population. They, they put it together. They're passionate people. They play hard. They've yeah. got a lot of skill. Quarterfinals. I was going to say quarters too yeah. and I, my first thought went to Croatia as well. You know, what, yeah. you know what, one thing I'm thinking about the World Cup just come to me. You know the one thing I hate about the World Cup? <laughs> one thing I hate about World what? Cup. What? Fake fans that come out. Really? I like Fake that. football fans that come no? out of everywhere. You don't like that? But no, what are they doing off. that annoys you? Yeah, isn't it? Because they don't the like football. But they don't. But the whole world gets involved in I football. Know, I know. You know I'm like, like you're, not, you're, not an all, you're not an all time. You're not, you're not a contracted football fan. <laughs> You're World on a loan. Cup, you're on a loan deal for one month. You're not getting your heart broken no. week yeah, in week out. Yeah, yeah, you're not. You're not one of us. Yeah, you're the an World imposter. Cup and the Euros are the only time I get to actually sit down and watch football yeah, with my I guess, friends. I guess for you guys, it's different because they don't care Cause otherwise. Because in, in in England, it's a bit like everyone hops on it. You know what I mean? But and they got no idea their yeah, opinions. They were like, yeah, like, oh, no it's idea. coming home. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, it. That's what's it. actually coming? Yeah, that's it. What is it? Just see random. Oh, it's coming home. Yeah, shut up, bro. 
I love it too. The whole world just switches in that period. So I can't wait for it. Looking forward to it. A um, couple more questions that we're going to answer though before we wrap it up. The first one here, and this is to do with us. I love this. Mm. Christian, Christian B, who's better at pens? In light of what happened this morning, oh. who would you back as the best penalty taker, Olan, Claude, or Cat? It's obviously me. <laughs> Based on have you got have you no taken brainer. any pens in a game? Based yeah. on this review that we heard of your oh, performance yeah, yeah, earlier, yeah, okay, yeah, you're going. You would one do a guy, you're going to take one bad review. What about Vlaovic? What about that? When I wrapped him up, what about that? <laughs> we haven't. And you heard guys from don't him. know what about Boateng. What about him. that? Huh? No. What about that? Anyone else? Well, I wanna, just, I wanna, just me. Okay, cool. I want to answer Christian's question. Have you taken any penalties in games? Yeah. When? The penalty shoots out. Penalty shootouts. Shootouts. Yeah. And you scored all of them? Yeah, I've scored. You haven't missed. I haven't missed. No? No, I actually haven't missed the penalty. I haven't taken many. I haven't taken many. I'm not going to take loads. Okay. If anyone from back back home in Luton listens to this podcast <laughs> or anyone from the college Olan played out in the US, if anyone yeah. can let us know if he actually is any good at pens. Kat, you take any? Yeah. Bag I, um, did not sound I have missed one penalty in my playing since I was eight. How many pens are we talking though? One Wait, out of like three or one out of... No, 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 no. Like <laughs> I've taken a, like a couple every season. Okay. I'm yeah. a decent pen taker. That's pretty good. You okay. guys, have they've never even seen me kick a ball, okay. so... That, we need to do a challenge. We need to do a bone offside challenge. Yeah, where let's we, do we, it. We, we Maybe we can sort that out. Yeah. We'll get a keeper in and yeah. we'll do a pen challenge and we'll answer Christian's... Actually, Christian, you can... If you are Sydney-based, you can come in and be the keeper and let's sort this out. Yeah. I want to see who's the best I'm taker down. pens. Yeah? I'm down. All right, let's do it. All right, done. Christian, if you're free, come on in. We'll get you some gloves and sort it out. Uh, so we can't answer inconclusive we've answered that one but <laughs> people want to compare us they want to pit us against each other <laughs> Terry Leontios who wins in a sprint out of the couch it's not me it's me again are you quick I'm okay I get around when I get going I'm a problem I know you get around that's, that's got nothing to do with running <laughs> that's got nothing to do with running oh, man. that's got nothing to do with don't running don't give me out <laughs> don't give me out I'm a man with respect and morals but yeah nah when I get going you're quick I'm quick when I get going yeah yeah. Do you feel pressure being of African descent that people yeah. expect you to be quicker than you actually are? Yes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> black that's and funny because... You're black and slow. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Can't fucking help it, mate. I'm 200 pounds. <laughs> that's amazing. As a Lebanese person, I feel no need to be fast whatsoever. No. Because nobody's ever said that we're fast. Yeah, so yeah. You, you, you'd get smart. I've, I've got, I've got good pace, but I'm never the fastest on the yeah. pitch. Yeah. Never. Yeah, look, it'd what be interesting. I, oh, I was quick back in my day. I've had a fair few surgeries that I've slowed down. So I reckon I win. I've slowed it. down. I, I think might Olan, take it. Yeah, look, Olan might yeah. have it. If you give me we'll, a couple we'll, weeks of training. Let's, we'll, we'll do that one as well. But you look slow. All right, cool. We'll <laughs> All, All right. right, cool. We'll do that one as All well. Right, we'll cool. make it happen. <laughs> Terry, I like that one. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. And uh, I think on that note, we're going to wrap it up for today. I think we're going to wrap it up for today, guys. It's been a cracking episode. We've gone from highs and lows of world football, and there's a huge week coming up. We've got midweek footy. We've got a Sydney Derby next week in Ireland. You trying to get down to that one? Yeah, I might, that crowd I, might, I might get down there and do some crowd interviews. So if you're down there, look out for me. Hopefully. Go start a fight with him again. <laughs> yeah. starting I don't want games. no problems. People hey. just come to me. <laughs> Big Sydney Derby. We'll be looking forward to it. And there's actually like title deciding games. We've got a Manchester Derby. Yeah, we got huge. top two in Italy. Napoli taking on AC Milan. How good's Napoli right now? They're doing very... They, they tell you what, they are bottle jobs though. They are serial mm. bottle jobs. So watch this not. space. I hope not. Insigne scored as well. I know, I saw. Big cool. for him in his last season at Napoli. So we'll be watching that one. So much football for us to digest next week on the show, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you hit subscribe. You follow us on all the socials. Send in your comments and your questions for next week. And until then, have a great week. See you guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.